0: guys and welcome back to another episode of artistic state of mind i am jules
1: and i'm stephen aka oh stop with the aka no, man i need to is say it, it. Is it to, okay is... my name's stephen aka smiling mastermind aka the ladies gentlemen, aka um i forgot my other aka so i'm gonna end it there but yeah that's my akas. what's okay. going on <laughs>
0: okay then wow like is it every episode i think people are getting bored yeah bored of it never Okay, you Never. can still keep it here. Mm-hmm. Right then. Um, so we have a special guest in the studio. I am very oh. excited. Um, I need to give her a proper introduction. Let's do it. <laughs> So, you know, mm-hmm. this lovely, gracious lady <laughs> is a writer, performer, mm-hmm. poet slash spoken word artist, also a speaker. Um, she's had two solo shows. Show, shows. Oh, yes. I can't speak today. It's a hard one. Um, <laughs> that have been produced by a Fuel Theatre, mm-hmm. one of them being p- Portrait, mm-hmm. and the other being So Many Reasons. Oh, we yeah. have Rachel Ofwari in the building. Hey. Hi, Hi, everybody. Welcome. Yay. Woo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm here. So,
2: Rachel, hey. how are you? I'm all good. Yeah, I'm cool. Um, yeah, life is good, man Good. I mean, good. I'm just waiting for the weather to heat up Because it's like, wow It's so cold um, But otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm all good Good, good, good It's great to have
0: you on Artistic Day Thanks over. for having me I've been waiting I've been waiting yeah. Since I watched so many reasons I was like, yeah, Rachel's coming on very soon yeah. So we can talk <laughs> And have a proper conversation About her journey yeah. And all of this stuff So it's great to have you there Oh, thanks for having me, man Yay So apart from that um how's your week been Stephen? Um what's been bubbling?
1: Good. Um went to see Black Panther. I've seen yeah. it twice now. Um uh, that's about it really, and then I went to see Daniel Caesar as well last week, which was quite fun. Ooh, that's sick. So yeah, um, that's my week. I don't remember anything
2: else. I love that. That was blur. fun. That was fun. Is that it? Do we not get any more? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> about you about like that's the only two <laughs>
0: things you did with yeah, your yeah, life that fun. That's about it. That's it. That's like
2: about two it. evenings.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other
1: evenings are just like a blur. And actually, no, I'm just work. And that's about it really. Okay. <laughs> that's about it. How about you?
0: Um. Yeah, my week has been all right today i'm not gonna lie it's not feeling very well i'm still not feeling very well um but i've i've seen black panther three times wow right I've like, my <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. i beat you stephen yes. <laughs> um so i've gone to see black panther three times what else has been happening um yeah black panther three times i've gone as if i didn't do anything else yeah i worked because that's important <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i worked did a bit of writing and all that jazz and yeah it's kind of like my last week at my current job so oh, wow, yeah okay. but then i start my new job on monday so i don't get to rest or anything
2: yeah 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 so
0: get straight into another role but i'm very very excited Brilliant. um apart from that oh yes you said something to me the other day and i was just like this is interesting so apart from everything that's happening in the world kfc have run out of chicken Wow. Wasn't it just the one branch though? No, no apparently is, all this of is, KFC around. This is nationwide. Nationwide is closed Mate. down.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I fully, I fully, I, fully
0: I, I know it's random. Sorry, guys. I saw a
2: tweet about the police going, "Don't call us." Yeah, <laughs> I saw that, that as well. People are I was like, "Who is
0: calling?" So, like, guys, it's you know, emergency. London Metropolitan Police <laughs> to report the fact that KFC <laughs> their K, their be. local KFCs closed, but clearly it's important to them. But you know, that's quite interesting. So, guys, if you're trying to go out there and get some bucket. Bucket chicken, it's not happening because- Bucket chicken, <laughs> some chicken just some chicken Chicken yeah, bucket, yeah. hot wings, whatever, <laughs> a burger, some chips, some gravy It's not happening because KFC's closed and they don't have any chicken But yeah, anyway, moving on swiftly Um, How are we going to run this, Stephen?
1: I'm, I'm just going to say a quick thing because I know we've kind of just spoke about our weeks But Rachel, how's your week been? Well, been, yeah, well, it's been really
2: cool. I've been touring the show for so mm-hmm. many reasons. Um, and uh, I've kind of like just touched down home because I was like up north in wow. Newcastle at the weekend. Um, for at, work or pleasure? For work. Like, for work. Okay. I don't know if I... I don't really like go around England for pleasure. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> doing, never it's so else. bad, isn't it? Something but I'm like doing. when we were driving, we, were, we, drove, we drove past the... Um, the angel of the north. You know? uh, yeah, like, yeah. And and also like we saw when you like drive past like the lake district, there's all these like ice-capped mountains. Like it was literally so beautiful. And I felt like such a London snob, because it was just like, wow, I really don't, I don't venture know, outside, outside of London <laughs> unless it is for work. So um so yeah, but I was there for work. Um right, right. yeah, and then I've just kind of touched down and been auditioning for stuff and like writing and work blah blah um but (laughs) uh, but yeah so that's been my my week really and i also watched black panther i haven't topped you i've watched it three times (laughs) four times. Um, but yeah no it was so cool because i watched it like in peckham and like everyone was so vocal and involved in the film and just like yeah oh like so like active and it was really cool yeah
1: um yeah man good vibes great stuff great stuff um, yeah, let's, let's move on. Should we just yeah, go, go on on, and
0: do your things? the show? Am I, am I <laughs> yeah, spearheading yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, me. you really are. Okay, let's move
1: on to, um, should we go on to what's the downbeat or should Yeah, we... let's
0: go on to what's the downbeat. We all ha- we'll have, we have some questions mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, you, Rachel, mm-hmm. of course, yes. but we'll get into the nitty gritty later course, on in our yeah. topic awesome. segment. But what's the downbeat? What's been happening this week in regards to the theatre film? tv music and all that jazz
1: oh yes the baftas yes oh, the baftas week, or last week this week it this was week. last week sunday last week sunday no sun this week sunday okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sunday's <laughs> a new week so um there was a lot of winners obviously and um so some highlights for winners. us oh, obviously that's true um but yeah there's some highlights for all of us there and I guess one that was like shining out of all of them Shining, shining,
0: shining I don't know why I'm singing that Your favourite
1: favorite gentleman Which is Daniel Kaluuya Kaluuya Kaluuya, Kaluuya. yeah I said his name right, haven't I? Yeah, you did Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya There we go You're
0: always correcting me So why were you like making
1: sure I thought I I I got it wrong for a second So I was just (laughs) like, wow but um yeah he won um best newcomer best newcomer or rising yeah rising yeah, star I believe rising star rising yeah. star so um he rising star obviously voted by the public and obviously the public I voted I love him like like you do yeah um, I voted and um yeah his speech was magical you could say do you know what yeah the thing, thing I like
0: about um I was gonna say David. Daniel is that he is so down to earth and so kind of just himself. Mm. You know, at some point people kind of become so media trained mm. and kind of like, be careful, make sure you don't say this and yeah, da da. da yeah. But he's just that London guy that's just like, Yeah, da da, da. and yeah, that's just yeah. like even in like people were saying, Big, big awards, you're you're saying this and rah, 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 rah but yeah. he's just so kind of like so chilled and mm.
2: just been like But he's like, been about though, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's been working, he's been
0: it's a shame like that it, theater, load, like yeah. it's
2: really really cultivated his career and mm. his personality and so it's like it's so nice to see him remain true to all of that especially after the amount of like he's been working for so many so years yeah. like there's so, mm-hmm. so many mediums like even when his speech he was like yeah i've been about like it's like <laughs> yeah like him like the young Vic like doing all these theater productions yeah, and yeah. like all sort of stuff so yeah it's really it's amazing to mm. see him celebrated
1: yeah. 100% 100%
0: He's up for Leading actor At the Oscars as well So He is Yeah Looking forward Big to things. that Looking forward to that I so, um, speak no wrong Of him to be honest <laughs> I don't I don't have any Like I just think he's just Pretty awesome So yeah Other yeah. winners Of the night
1: Other winners were for Best film free boards
0: Outside free free, boards, bill, bill, Billboards, oh, free oh, billboards. Wow. Who's, who's messing it up today yeah, just read this
1: correctly <laughs> Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Um that one for Best Film. Best director was Shape of Water by Oh, yeah, Gil Gilmero Del Toro. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that name. Gilmero um leading actress was France Frances McDormand from Free Billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Um leading actor, Gary Alderman for the darkest hour. Um supporting actor, Sam Rockwell for three billboards as well. Uh, outstanding British film free billboards as well (laughs) surprisingly (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah
0: it's quite interesting because i didn't realize that was actually a british film yeah i didn't know that either yeah until i kind of like because whenever i watch films i'm like i want to know who it's written by who is this person and i tend to go and research and do intense research Mm. about the person and the writer what's the writer's name um was it martin 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 martin
1: martin mcdonald
0: there we go yes um, yeah so I was like oh he's British and I think he wrote and directed it yeah he wrote and directed it so that's pretty
2: awesome mm. so yeah. yeah that's big man writing and directing some things pretty yeah.
1: awesome yeah so yeah that's that's kind of the, the oh main and main I want
0: to like um, shout out the outstanding debut by British writer director or producer for I am not a witch which is I'm I don't want to butcher names, but I'm known to do it. So I'm going to try. Um, Rungano Inouye. Have I tried? You've tried. I am not a witch. And right. she wrote and directed I'm not a witch. And Emily Morgan, who produced it. Um, So it's pretty awesome because I didn't get to see the film, but I know there was a massive buzz around it. Um, for the London Film Festival and people were speaking highly of it. So Mm. it's great to see. Um, I think she's Welsh Zambian? Mm. Yes. Welsh Zambian. So, yeah. So a story like that is amazing to kind of, you know, to see a story like that about a narrative from Africa. I don't know what specific country it is Mm. because I I don't want to make the mistake. But to see a narrative like that being made and then to see someone win an award for a narrative that not not necessarily people kind of know or are mm. aware of mm. been brought to the surface is amazing mm. to see them win mm. so yeah big shout out for i am not a witch
1: great stuff great stuff um i don't know why i'm spared in this because i feel like this i is will like,
0: take over since go ahead <laughs> Jules, go ahead since you i feel like you want to <laughs> lead it to me um I was going to mention quickly: National Theatre has announced their casting for their new season, which is great. Um, uh, so their new season um, includes um, Brian Friel's *Trans* *Translation*, which will which the cast now includes Colin Morgan and Kieran Hines. Um, I can't remember when that's play when that's going to be playing. I think it's towards the end of towards the middle of the year. Um, and you've also got Eric Kofi Abrefa. Oh my God! See, this yeah. is why. This <laughs> is why I'm trying to be a
2: teacher, boy. <laughs> that's
0: why, boy. I'm going to be one of those. I'll be one of those teachers that. Can you pronounce your name for me? <laughs> um, um, has joined Vanessa Kirby in the cast of Julie. Um, Sam Mendes will direct the Neiman trilogy um and the forecast has been announced for the award-winning and octoron octoroon um by Brendan Jacobs Jenkins Jenkins which transfers to the National theater I know it was part of the Orange tree theater and it was a, a massive buzz mm. I didn't get to see it which was annoying so I'm glad it's coming to the National theater so it I will definitely try and catch it at the National as well. Um, and yeah, so many things are happening. And they are bringing back Warhorse um to mark the amastas the century of the amastas day. So does anybody know what Warhorse is? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> you didn't say anything. <laughs> you don't know. Don't know. Okay. It's a play and it, was de- it debuted at the National Theatre 11 years ago so it's now making and it's been touring touring touring, touring. Yeah, it's pretty awesome and it's coming back i think in november so that's quite fun so um for more information about tickets and stuff make sure you go on the national webs national website national theatre website um get your tickets in because things sell out real quick mm. they really do <laughs> especially if it's a show that you want to see and you think oh my god it's going to be really really sick so yeah Um. Nothing else. What's downbeat wise? No. Nothing else. else. Cool. 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 So on to our much much ado about something. Mm -hmm. Um. Like we mentioned, we have Rachel Hair
2: with us. Oh yeah. Hello. Um, Still here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And um, we well, I had the lovely pleasure of seeing so many reasons at Camden, Camden, Camden's peoples people's theatre oh do you know can you not talk today What's yeah. happening? um and it was part of the calm down Deer festival, of festival Feminism, yeah which was amazing um so we have a couple of questions obviously for those who have seen um, so many reasons so for those who plan to see it because it's still kind of touring. It's coming back in Oval. Exactly. Week after next. Yay. 6th of March, seven. people. 6th of March. So mm-hmm. you guys can see it, if you haven't. And if you want to see it again, then you can. Mm-hmm. Um, so quickly, without, I don't want to give too much away mm. um, because obviously there might be a few people that haven't seen it. So mm-hmm. you, so, so many reasons, explores, you know, so many different kind of topics and subjects, particularly to do with religion and also motherhood and culture. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I kind of really took away from it, maybe because I kind of um, understood mm-hmm. being that I'm a Nigerian, well, British, British born Nigerian, my parents yeah. are, you know, first. And seeing that and I was just like, I, I so get this. Yeah, it yeah, so much yeah, sense. Yeah. Why those two particular subjects?
2: Um, well, I think it's, it's really three strands. So it's Mel, who's having a bit of a quarter-life crisis, and there's so many reasons. Is The reasons are they begin with her relationship with God, her mother, and sex. Mm. So it's really three strands. And I thought, like, it would be really interesting to play with these different um, strands, being, like, a young woman born in London with a mother who was born in Ghana Mm. and I just thought like no one really talks about this stuff like I don't ever remember really having a sex chat with my mom or like any of that (laughs) stuff so I was just like oh it'd be really cool to like create a show where there's this girl having this like a bit of a crisis where she's kind of been raised in a certain way and um, she gets to an age where she just like i don't know she just wants to shag really that's the real fact of the matter and yeah. she's kind of <laughs> like um, and because of all these other things that's like have been you know established in her in her life through mm-hmm. her upbringing she feels like she's fighting all of that and then she's also matched with uh, or contending with uh, should i should say um pop culture and what you know her instagram is saying and what um she works at a magazine company so what all of that is saying like mm-hmm. um yeah and i think the whole thing is that she, in the end, she's kind of trapped in her body because she really just wants to own her sexual freedom and her and her body in a sexual way. But she also wants to remain true to herself and and hold on to the integrity of her faith and please her mom and you know all these things. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So I think I was just excited about like making a show. One, it's got to be funny, and everybody relates to sex, and you can write so many funny stories about sex. Yep, and um, to. Um, there's a there's a whole like diaspora in the uk of people that are first generation citizens and their parents are first generation migrants mm. and yeah even if you're not of ghanaian heritage or of west african heritage nigerian heritage like i think a lot of people can relate even if it's you know even if it's a different continent where like you just have this cultural gulf between you and your parents yeah because they they were you know they came they were born in a different country and they're kind of contending with whatever these western ideas are mm. in their children and h- kind of I don't know, trying to police that, but also understand it, you know. So, mm. so yeah, I just thought, yeah, why not write it and let's just see and have fun. And it's a solo show. It's me on stage for like 70 minutes. So it's like,
0: and it's pretty cool. Yeah, I was just like, hey, <laughs> I'm here for this. Yeah, so, yeah. It's quite interesting because you mentioned, um, obviously, the battle that you have in regards to, you know, trying to, you know, please your mother at the same time. Obviously, mm. the the character pleasing her mother at the same time, but fighting with herself trying to be mm. you know who who she really yeah, is yeah. and i think it's quite interesting because even and the reason why i found it so relatable because i've been there one time yeah. where i'm just like you know i have many of these ideas i'm very liberal mm. i believe in this and you know when you have this idea it's kind of like it's funny and i'm putting my 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 own personal experience yeah <laughs> um Literally, but it one. was just the other day and i was just saying it and this, I love my mum to bits. And mm. I was just saying it to her because she was really like pestering me. now you need to go to church mm. and all that <laughs> stuff. I'm like, yes, mum, yes, mum, yes, mum, yes, mum. And it was just like, I kind of just said jokingly, I said, mum. Maybe I'll decide to become a Muslim. And immediately... Oh, my God. He was <laughs> like, what do you mean? What are you thinking? And, no, and do you know what? Yeah, in my head, it was a joke. It oh, was right. kind of like a joke. But she took <laughs> so Mate, much... those ser- are not the kind of
2: jokes. <laughs> so <laughs> much seriousness. On your because South sometimes difference.
0: I think with my mum, try- I try to banter with her. Yeah, yeah. Try to scope out the field yeah, to see yeah, what yeah. she might accept. And I thought she might know that I was joking, but clearly she didn't. Mm. But it's one of those things where you kind of think... I'm not to say that if I was to kind of have a conversation about certain things, like again, sex, mm-hmm. having that conversation with, you know, where you don't, you don't like. I remember having the sex. My mom literally put out the Bible and said, "You, where when you want to have sex, you wait till you're married." Oh that's wow! It. At least she that was that. it. Mom
2: just didn't even talk to me. <laughs> it was holding At out the Bible. Was that like... was it.
0: In the Bible, it says, <laughs> <Yeah>. "Save yourself." <laughs> that Save was, yourself, it. That's that it. was it. That was it. And it's kind of like instilling in the fear. Yeah. Of the things that you shouldn't be mm-hmm. doing, yeah, and you immediately kind of think, yeah, I shouldn't be doing it, but at the same time, yeah, it's why? the red
2: button, isn't it? Yeah. don't press the red button. Like, oh, look press at that it. juicy I red it. button. <laughs> <Ooh."> <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, like I was saying, it's kind of like it's the battle of being, you know, brought up and growing up in in a Western world where you're surrounded by you know different ideologies. Mm. You know, growing up in you know kind Of, like, not mixing, but you know, mm. being around different yeah. cultures yeah. and stuff like that, and going to school here, and you know, you build up your own ideologies, your own kind of like liberal thoughts, and how you want to be. Yeah, but then you've got that battle of being coming home, and then your parents saying, No, that's the wrong thing to do, you shouldn't do that da, 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 because in our culture, yeah, that's not yeah, what we're supposed yeah, to do, yeah, yeah. you know, in our faith, that's not the right thing to do. So, you're constantly kind of battling, like. This is who I am, but I can't be that because yeah, you know, yeah. if I become that, it's like I'm bringing shame to my family. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's quite interesting because I was like, when I was watching, I was like, yeah, I really, <laughs> really, really get it. I really, really do. Yeah. Sorry, I waffled on. No, that, that's <laughs> so what I'm to do.
1: <laughs> so, Rachel, um I haven't seen the show. Yeah. Um, but you know, just for people out there that want to see it or are going to see it. Yeah. Um, what sort of person is actually going to love this show? Is it going to be a white person, Asian person, or do you think they can feel, they can still relate to it in some kind of way? Do you know
2: what? The thing is, I did say it already, like everybody shags in it. So I think like, (laughs) we can all relate to it on that front at least. Um, But the thing is like, even if you, because when I was writing it, I was a bit worried about the, you know, the ideas of religion that are included in the piece because I thought, you know, being a Londoner, like every, like we're riddled with atheists here in London. So mm. I just like maybe nobody cares. But like, I think what is important about Mel's journey and her relationship with God and sex and all this other stuff is that um, it, it matters to her. And when you watch somebody kind of see, if you watch somebody's relationship break down, that's that is interesting and that is poignant and whether that is a relationship with their faith something that has given them a strong foundation throughout their whole upbringing and it suddenly begins to crumble and watching her really kind of fight herself because she really wants to hold on to this because it's something that's given her strength Mm -hmm. um and um and i think that is it's always beautiful to watch somebody having an internal conflict um, and as like the show is re- it's really fun. It's really funny. It's also quite silly and there's dance and like yeah. loads of character transformation and funky lights and all this great stuff. But then at, at the kind of heart of the story, there's this beautiful relationship with Mel and her mom and, and her faith. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think like in that respect, like it, most people can relate to that because even if you aren't religious or you know, or you didn't have a particularly strong relationship with your mom, mm-hmm. The ideas of like relationships and things that give you foundation in a sense of who you are will always like reg- resonate with everyone because we all have things that make us, you know, ourselves and things that we kind of go back to as a port of call. Um, and so I think in that respect it's kind of an everyone show. Like because I remember when I was doing the show at Camden People's Theatre, there were like these two white guys outside and they were like walking past. And I was like looking out the window and they came back cause they saw the poster and they were like looking at the poster, but it's still outside. And I was like, okay, like they're going to want to watch this show it's like this black girl they're, like the poster's like i've got a bucket yeah. on my <laughs> head <laughs> so it's like i've got this bucket on my head and like i'm looking up at the bucket but also in very like western clothes mm. so i was thinking like are they even like gonna think what are they gonna think anyway and then they walked in and then they like asked at the desk like what's the show about and then they bought tickets oh, wow. and they really like they were like really enjoyed it and they were like tell us about the show and i was like well it's 70 minutes it's me on stage like i'm having a great time doing all these like dances <laughs> telling you all these stories um and uh, yeah and they really enjoyed it so i was, was a bit like oh I feel like when I was writing I felt like it was so specific to like someone like yourself Mm. where you have a West African upbringing or you know a very strong connection with God or your faith or kind of like a you know a kind of patriarchal upbringing in terms of religion Mm. um but then I've been really surprised with some of the audiences where it's been like you know like guys that have just come in and kind of I don't know I suppose been educated because some of it is really explicit when Mel's telling her experience about like her sexual encounters, and yeah. like sometimes the guys leave and they're just like, Oh my god, I learned so much. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, so, um, so yeah, in that respect, I just I think for me myself, I've been really surprised because I thought it was really specific mm. to people um, of a certain like upbringing or diaspora, but actually, um, yeah, because Camden People's Theatre has such a diverse audience, um, yeah. outreach yeah it's actually been really and also i told you i was in newcastle as well um so yeah it's been really fantastic in that some people can relate to so many different aspects
0: yeah definitely for sure and i'm actually looking at my notes now and i just remembered like all the different characters that i wrote down and i was just like that's so relatable i don't want to give too much away (laughs) but the character michael yeah every i'm sure every woman has had a michael yeah yeah (laughs) and it's just the sweet talk and yeah uh, and i was just like wow i was like (laughs) i'm getting this yeah <laughs> and then also i found it hilarious character phoebe as well and the way you transform into these characters as well it's just absolutely amazing because i was just literally sitting there and just like even though like the things the certain things that the characters stay you still really like them yeah, <laughs> that yeah, make sense? yeah. like for example phoebe is one of those characters that like one of those girls from school that you think, Oh, you're such a bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, you find the things that she's saying yeah. absolutely hilarious. Yeah, exactly. She's
2: really funny. How
0: are you allowed to <laughs> say this? But you are so funny. And somebody's at the back kiki and laughing and mm. stuff like that. So it's quite interesting that um you kind of explore these characters and do these characters kind of have they have you come across these characters in your life where you have kind of used them in obviously so many Mm. reasons or is it something that you've kind of taken from you know stories that you've heard from people or they've encountered with somebody like a michael or like a phoebe or aunt margaret yeah
2: (laughs) i think it was a mixture of both like i doing a solo show like it's most fun when it's funny so I'm always like, oh, that's a funny joke. haha. write that down. <laughs> um, and like, And then I'm like, if I have like an idea that I want to explore um, and I think the best way to do it is through a character, then I'll like make someone up. Um, so I was like, I need this like bitchy, like schoolgirl character. Um, and that's kind of where Phoebe comes from. And like Auntie Margaret is auntie margaret is not a spoiler but she's like an she's the auntie but like the opposite of your mom yeah so the one who's kind of like yeah live your life shag who you want like <laughs> it's great Like, yeah. <laughs> so, and like i never actually had an auntie like that so i was just like writing stuff like about things that maybe i would have loved to have been told yeah. <laughs> like and then i just thought i'd put it in this character so it's almost like two different ideas like things that I wish I was told that were really liberal, mm. but through the mouth of like a West African auntie. It, yeah. um, so, um, so yeah. And it's just funny, like hearing those things together. And then it's also funny when people come up to me and go, yeah, I've got an Auntie Margaret in my life. And I'm like, well, good for, <laughs> for you. Because, you." <laughs> 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 but yeah, so, so yeah, it's a mixture of both. Um, when I was also, when I was writing it, I had like three, two, two, two women in the room, the director and the um, lighting designer. Um, and we were all sharing experiences, and some of it I was just like nicking and writing and elaborating, and um, yeah. And sometimes I'm like writing, give myself a real pat on the back, like ha, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. but yeah, so it's a real mixture, I think. Cool, great
1: cool, stuff. Yeah. I've got, uh, I've got a question. Um, so, without giving anything away, what is your favourite line of dialogue in the play? If Ooh, you can recite my
2: favourite. Oh, okay it's oh no i don't know if i want to give it away, give it away.
1: maybe something else if it's not if it's too hard
2: no okay oh um uh, it's probably auntie margaret she's got some bangers i can't yeah. lie <laughs> she's, hilarious. she's got some bangers but there's this moment when mel says to um the woman giving her brazilian she goes oh this bitch thinks she's funny she doesn't say one ha 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 and it's basically the woman's gone you're gonna feel pain in three two and then stripped it and not said the one and it's like and it's like mel is obviously waiting for her to say one to Mm. like brace herself and it it happened before the one (laughs) and so when she says this she's like oh i get your game now you think you're funny like um but it's just really it's just really funny when it happens because the audience are also waiting for one and when it goes before it goes, yeah. everyone's like whoa oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah it's just a really nice moment because everyone's laughing at mel's pain but also laughing at the way she's realized she's like i've clocked your game bitch i'm on you now <laughs> like yeah. mess with me again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so um going on the fact obviously so many reasons was part of um Calm Down dear, um Festival, which mm. is a feminist festival. Yeah. Um, I thought it would be great to talk about the, uh, and I have the question, mm-hmm. and we can go into briefly discussing it. And since, of course, International Women's Day is coming up, yeah, on the eighth of March, mm-hmm. and you know, women are just the bomb mm-hmm. You know, we see it <laughs> everywhere. Do you know what I mean? We might as well yeah. talk about it. Yeah. So it's quite interesting because obviously your performer. Um, You also act, obviously, television and film, Mm -hmm. but you do theatre. So I was I kind of was like in my mind thinking about certain things in regards to the representation of women in theatre, specifically writers and performers, creators, basically, and solely focusing on black women. Mm. Um, It's interesting because um, I was reading an article that came out in 2016 by Lingard lynn gardner, mm. lynn gardner yeah. um who now writes for the stage um and she talked about the gender inequality mm. that the fact that there's a lot of women who work within theater mm. but a lot of work specifically to writers and performers weren't commissioned enough mm. if that makes mm. sense um but i think it's only it's difficult to kind of try and talk about it in the scope of all women yeah but let's talk about it as a black woman yeah. if that makes sense yeah in especially your journey you yeah. know you've had two solo shows yeah um and how you got here and have you found it to be i'm sure you found it to be difficult to say element or you haven't yeah, yeah. you know just kind of just talking about that in regards to you know theater wise and then What is it looking like going forward?
2: Mm. I think when people talk about diversity, it's like a real buzzword right now. Mm. It probably has been for, I don't know, last decade or less or whatever. Um, And when people go, how does it feel to be a black woman working in performance or acting or blah, blah, I'm just like, you only ask people that question. How does it feel to be a blah, blah person in this field? Because that person is on the wrong side of the prejudice. So you will only ask a woman how does it feel to be a working woman and manage your family you wouldn't ask a, a man. man do you know what yeah. i mean because mm-hmm. the prejudice the woman is on the wrong side of the prejudice so when you ask me how does that feel you already know the answer is it feels a bit shit mm-hmm. like you know it's a bit difficult like you already know that's the answer and so i think when people go oh you know what should we do to like tackle diversity i'm like just just do it like when you all the amount like the amount of money the amount of like you know all the gatekeepers that are saying yes to these things written by these people mm-hmm. you can carry on doing that but just also do that equally for these people do you yeah. know what i mean i just don't i think sometimes we make it out like it's super rocket science and i'm like if i look at history whenever human beings have decided they want to do something they just get on and do mm-hmm. it do you know what i mean then when we sit around and talk about it and like get really intellectual and theoretical about it i'm like guys can we just stop and just be practical Like there are gatekeepers. There are people that have the money. There are people that have the power to green light. There are people that have the power to produce and to um, and also people that have the power to to cultivate and to mentor like young black talent, young Asian talent. You know, Um, there's people that have this power. And for a very long time, it has all been steered in this direction to to cater to this audience. And it's like we're talking about you know diversity so much now and it's great to talk about it but can we not just pay lip service and mm. can we actually get on you have the power you have the keys in your hand like open the door for this person mm. do you know what i mean and i'm not saying like that means that you like just give it to this person because they're black or because they're a woman or because they're disabled or whatever like it's not about that it's it's about giving people the same platform and the same opportunity to grow as well the opportunity to make mistakes because all these people that are like super amazing writers and super amazing performers weren't born like that. Do you know what I mean? They were given mm-hmm. room to make mistakes. And then even when they made mistakes and they weren't, they didn't win a BAFTA the next day, they were still given money to try again and mm-hmm. do something else. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's where, that's what my answer always is. is not just, not just like giving money or throwing cash at a certain diversity scheme or mm-hmm. something like that, but actually giving people a platform to really develop you know and to be mentored and to be told why this writing works and why this plot line works do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i think that's what's important um and in terms of my journey in writing these solo shows um the reason why they've really come about is because like i'm an actor and i went to drama school to, to leave and to, to become an actor and and i think like acting is a hard thing anyway as like any art form if you're a dancer if you're you know if you're a playwright whatever it's always going to be difficult being an artist um but for me it was just I came out of drama school and I wasn't getting like immediate hey let's go to Hollywood you know so I was like okay Mm -hmm. well what what can I do and I do think it is difficult being an actor like especially if you don't have another creative outlet and you're just like waiting for somebody to give you the perfect script or the perfect Mm -hmm. role um but for me I was lucky enough to be like okay let me try and apply myself and write something myself um and that's where the first show came from and yeah and luckily it just kind of built a real kind of there was a real buzz around it and people were excited about my voice and my writing voice as well as like me performing mm. um and so yeah and so the second show came about being like oh, okay you can write you want to write another one i was like oh well, yeah why not <laughs> so um, so yeah i think um that's kind of been my journey and that i was just you know, I, I just love performing and I thought, well, if nobody wants to write me something, I will write myself something. Um, and that's kind of, yeah. And that's where this second show has come from. Um, and I was also really like excited to just challenge myself and push, push the voice hmm. and be a bit more out there and a bit more explicit. And I don't know, try and be funnier or <laughs> whatever. But yeah. Um, but yeah,
0: I think it's also interesting that the importance of the woman's narrative as well and how it plays a key part in theatre and how, you know, we should allow various various women to kind of just like have their stories been told mm. and it's an equally important um, that I know a lot of theatres are trying but you kind of look um, and this is not to pull out I, I, I don't know how accurate this is but I know there was a question in regards to percentage-wise how much um, the National Theatre was really pushing female white female writers if that makes Mm. sense um and the work that they kind of produce or they kind of put out you know that part of their new seasons how much of it is not only women but women of color Mm. you know and you know like you said it's great we're having these conversations but let's put it into practice you know i get frustrated and i was doing like i think about like like black british playwrights and i think especially um, mainly women and mm. i think you know whose work have i seen mm. that i can like i've seen quite a few like yeah. some work yeah but it's not a lot mm. when i think about it i'm thinking of, like and i was doing my research and i was like the first people that come into the top of my head debbie tucker green mm. bola abadji abadji yeah, yeah, yeah. yep um winsome pinnock um who else comes into my head but quite a few. So there's quite a few. But then also looking at the up and coming kind of like um, female performers like yourself. Mm. You've got Yolanda Mercy. You've got um, Nicole Akua who did um, For a Black Girl. That was part of the um, Vaults Festival. Yeah. So I see like the rise of women just like black women just like, do you know what? We're not waiting for you. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's write you yeah. Know, mm. stuff that that is our narrative mm. it's important you know and you can see that like you said like you didn't necessarily think those two guys just walking past would come in and yeah, they're coming yeah. in and they un, you yeah know, exactly it's like oh that was really good mm. and it's just giving the opportunity because like i said it's the whole idea for me for theater is you can go in either you take something away or you just leave just kind of like okay okay cool you know I mean? <laughs> yeah. but most of the time for me theater I
2: leave taking yeah. something away. Yeah, even if you didn't, even if you didn't like it. Exactly. You, know I mean? you leave yeah. kind of taking
0: something away. And it's so important that I feel like everybody, everybody's story, you can take something away from it. Yeah, for it. sure. Absolutely. Um, so I kind of just, it was like, when I think about all of these things and I just think, you know, going back to that article and I was reading that article and I was like, yeah. And even though it was written two years ago, has it changed now? Yeah. And where do we see ourselves in 10 years in regards to specifically black playwrights, Mm. specifically women, Mm. you know, and it's also important to kind of like shout out, you know, festivals like calm down dear. Mm. And then also, wow. Which takes place, you know, every year at the South bank, um, South bank center, you know, important things like that, that are taking place. But, I feel like there still needs to be more. Oh yeah, there still needs to definitely be more. Yeah,
2: there's always room for more I think. And I think it's just a case of like it almost feels like we're playing catch up because for a long time the narrative here in the UK has been the middle class white man's narrative mm-hmm. and that has been it for a very long time. Um and it's taken precedence over other narratives. And so now, when diversity is a real buzzword, it's great, but it just means that, yeah, we're essentially playing catch up because this is, we're not new here. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You and I, like, my mom was not born here. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? So we're new here. Do you know what I mean? So, so for my narrative to be told here, like, it's not gonna happen like that you know because for ages the narrative has been has looked like a completely different person not Mm. me at all and so so yeah so we are playing catch up and you just we just have to be we have to be really like tenacious in the Mm. way that we go about doing it um because yeah because that's kind of how you make change you just can't afford to really rest on your laurels you just have to go hard Mm.
0: definitely for sure steven
2: so
1: um i've got a question for both of you because i'm not really this is just my ignorance to some extent mm. but what is um wow about is it just is it just a festival in regards to what theater shows or what is it just convention of okay.
2: oh like, yeah it's a great you've it's, had yeah, your show yeah i did portrait there in 2016 okay. um uh, for two nights and uh, yeah it's the um Women of the World Festival. Wow. Um, And yeah, women of the world, meaning like just women of the world. So like all different art forms. So there are, you know, there are like novelists, poets, like it's a whole load of just women from all like all corners of the earth, like presenting their their art presenting their ideas um sharing and and celebrating each other really is what it is so yeah it's a really kind of it's really cool great place because one the south bank center is like there's a great buzz there anyway they've always Mm -hmm. got something really cool and funky going on um especially because they've got so many different rooms different spaces so when i was on like there was there was loads of stuff going on at the same time um so yeah so even if you go to see something and it's sold out there will always be something like there's just so much so real yeah yeah. it's a serious buzz around that that week because it's one week so it's really intense yeah um so yeah so that's that's what it is it's it's women celebrating each other um and and celebrating their art and celebrating, yeah, and just I think just celebrating life. I think mm-hmm. because, yeah, it's so it's just so nice to kind of look at people's plethora of artwork in you know, in one space, whether mm. that be poetry or <coughs> or performance, yeah, or yeah, so yeah, it's a really beautiful intense festival because it is just one week do you know what I mean yeah so it's cool. I'm quite bummed because I went on the website today and I was like
0: oh maybe I could get like a three-day pass because I was looking at all like the events taken yeah place, and it's like talks and they talk about there's like events like talks like women and finance and I was like mm, that's, mm, yeah, I need exactly that, I mean? need that. <laughs> get my finance in yeah. check but Obviously, it's sold out because it's such a popular, makes, you know, yeah, you so know popular. festival, you know. So hopefully I'll try and see if I can get a ticket to mm. at least one event. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's an absolutely massive thing. And it's so important that a lot of these festivals take place and kind of looks like, you know, have what's that what's that thing that you speak out loud? Soapbox?
2: Yes. Soapbox. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, just like continuously like
2: yeah Yeah, shout exactly
0: um of like you know women performers women creators you know and stuff like that it's absolutely important because our narratives matter yeah i think they do for sure
2: and i also think like i know in this world it feels like if you're pro this you're anti this Mm. and i and i feel like i have to emphasize that just because it is a women of the world festival it isn't exclusive to women and i feel like this push for you know feminism isn't to strip men of their power uh, yeah um but i do feel like this these ideas of like sexual um objectification or people playing roles also isn't great for men either do you know what i mean there's this idea of toxic masculinity which makes you know forces men to be a certain idea of, mm. of, of being a, a male and and i feel like Yeah, just because we're celebrating women, it doesn't mean, you know, we're anti-men or we're trying to strip men of their power or anything like that. It's just about, like, for a long time, the balance has very much been in a certain gender's favour and we're just trying to, like, level it out. Um, So, yeah, so I think... I know, like, it's great when we talk about all of these things, but it also does feel like it's very anti-this in the same way. It's like, oh, yeah, Black Lives Matter. So it's like white people don't. It's like, well, no, it's not. It's not just exactly. it's just for a long time. The balance has been very much in your favour and mm-hmm. we're just trying to level it out. So, so, yeah, I do always feel like I need to emphasise <laughs> that just so that people don't feel excluded. <laughs> no, I hear
0: that. I hear that. Um, just to so quickly, before we get on with our sound waves and stuff, mm. Neil. I did some research about you. Oh yeah, I'm going on a like an investigation. (laughs) I'm an investigator. Not only do you obviously write for theatre, you have you write for TV as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, do you have any upcoming up and coming projects that you can talk about, or is it kind of like?
2: Yeah, it's all. I think it's all very hush hush because it just you just have to like talk to loads of people. You know what I mean? Like. It's like it's such a big like, you know, achievement to get something on television mm. um, because of the amount of hoops you need to jump through. So I don't want to spoil things for you guys now. Um, but yeah, but I just think keep your eyes open. Yay! <laughs> Fun I'm very, very excited. Um,
0: Again, it's great to have you on. Thank you. It's been yeah. amazing. Thank you, guys. Um, We sound wave wise. What have you got that you want to recommend for people?
1: Oh, man. um. <laughs> I'm just scrolling through his phone. Like I, know, I, know, I don't know you have anything at this You moment. don't have anything. No, I might oh, wow. think about it for a second. Okay, should um, I give you time? But yeah, go ahead. And- okay.
0: Um so I've got two recommendations. One of them being so many reasons. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Obviously, I think I I I think. I know I talked about it a couple of weeks ago on an episode and I said, guys, go and watch it. Obviously, it's come back to it's London. It's come
2: back 6th of March to the 10th. There we go. That is, over, that is over International Women's Day as well. Exactly. So, so yeah. you need to be there. Exactly. So be there. It's going to be at Oval House, which is literally two seconds from Oval Station, yeah. South London. Um, yeah. And it's going to be a real vibe. So jump, yes. come down.
0: I absolutely 100% back that (laughs) rachel is not wrong and it's it is a vibe it's a vibe it's so fun yeah go and see it so yeah exactly (laughs) um so so many reasons again like rachel mentioned at the oval house um my other recommendation is i think i talked about this i I don't know maybe not i Mm. didn't no i didn't I'm, see i'm not even certain i'm not <laughs> sure um and that is um black wa- black men walking um happening or playing at the royal court theater um and black men talking
1: black men did, walking.
0: I, say bla- did I say black men talking <laughs> walking. Yes, wa- is, is it walking or it's talking walking. i'm reading right here said- talking you said walking, I think. I said You said walking me. You said walking, but it's black men walking. Okay. Please right. let me what say it with see- my chest. <laughs> <laughs> because I know chest. people are gonna come to me in a comments like Jules. Same, I mean, actually, it actually is, it is black
1: men walking. I'm just scrolling the black other way. Man. Apologies.
0: Walking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Damn it. (laughs) Black Men Walking at the Royal Court, which is taking place, um, which is playing from the 21st of March to the 7th of April. It's an Eclipse Theatre Company and Royal Exchange Theatre co-production by Testament. It's quite interesting. Uh, It's based... It's basically three black men and they're walking. Um, (laughs) And it's actually dedicated to the Black Men's Walking Group, so that's even more fun. (laughs) Um, I believe... The run is sold out, which is mega annoying. But the beautiful thing about the Royal Court is that on Mondays, they do £12 tickets. So, nine o'clock on Monday, they release tickets for that very day. Mm -hmm. So, you can call in to get your ticket and it's 12 quid. So, try and get a ticket, even though the run is sold out. I think it's going to be a really, really good good piece that you need to go and see. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, what I have here... Is that Tom, Matthew and Richard walk They walk the first Sunday First Saturday of each month Walking and talking But this talk Maybe they should have cancelled But they needed the walk today Out in the peaks They find themselves forced to walk backwards Through 2000 years Before they can move forwards Now that's an interesting blurb Of course you have to go and see it It just doesn't make sense Mm. Do you know what I mean? Did I sell it to you? (laughs) Maybe because the way you read it, maybe. But like reading I think it myself, the, the
2: word "walk and talk" is a bit like it's. A bit it's of a kind of throwing
0: stuff. me off. That's that's a thing. But, but they're walking and talking. Yeah. But you used to end You
2: want them to be dancing and doing backflips. Oh, <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, no. oh, like
1: some like flaming hoops. And then there's a line in there. I don't know random stuff. But
2: yeah, that is playing
0: <laughs> at the Royal Court from the 21st of March to the 7th of April, and in saying that, on the anticipation of the show. There is going to be an event called Black Men Talking. There is. That's that's (laughs) what I saw. That's what I saw. I was was really confused. Um... (laughs) Which uh, is exploring barriers to meaningful interaction and connection. Um, It's a workshop that's taking place actually this Saturday, the 24th of February at the Royal Court again between two and four. The workshop will explore barriers to meaningful interactions and connection. And it's led by poet and mental health blogger, Chama K. Um, Obviously he's a friend to the show. So I know Mm -hmm. Chama very well. So it's good to kind of see that he's running an event um, uh, a workshop that explores um, men's mental health and also mental health in the black community. Um, the workshop is specifically for men, black, um, I think men, yeah, men, specifically for black men. Let's make that clear. Right. So if you are interested in going to this workshop, I will definitely recommend and advise you guys to, well, men to go and see it go to it not go and see it go to it um it's free and then um i believe after the workshop there'll be drinks and great conversation and performances at the eclipse ambassador evening so it's again it's free and it's not to be missed if you want more information follow Charma on twitter i believe his twitter is Chama under underscore k so that's k that's Chama c c h a-M-A underscore K-A-Y for more info and tickets. Great stuff. Wow, well, that was a lot to read. Mm-hmm. But yeah, not one to be missed.
1: Brilliant. We've got about like, let's say 15 minutes. So I just wow, want wow. briefly... You
0: really put a time on it, didn't you? I know you? I did. I want to briefly,
1: because I know we've kind of all all seen it now, Black Panther. Let's yeah. talk a bit about it. Okay. I know, oh, you're if going we there. Can, because we will be here for a long time before we started to delve in. So let's start off. Three yeah. words. How would you define the film?
2: I Tough feel like business. you needed to ask me that before. So I could <laughs> think about it this whole time.
1: <laughs> um, okay, let me start off. I'm gonna say powerful, um, bold, and somewhat questionable. Eh? Oh, yeah, Oh, that's good, yeah. That's my three words.
2: Okay. Do we get a little like explanation? Okay, so
1: (laughs) the reason it was powerful um, was because the messages in there were so striking and just, I don't know, I'm using really weird words now, but poignant, Mm. just so like, wow. I was just like, I literally was for the first half of the film, I was like seated forward. I was like leaning into the screen. Like I was actually in Wakanda for some reason. But then um, like the second half, I kind of leaned back. I was just like taking everything in. And then um, the reason I say bold as well, it just kind of feeds into the first point I made as, as it is like striking and the message they had in there was, was um, really, really powerful. And questionable was, um, I don't know, I, for me, the thing about films I really, really love is attention to detail and something I'm just really being really nitpicky was the CGI
2: just thought oh, there were really? some, some elements that oh that's thought... what you mean by questionable yeah. I think you meant like like some of the characters like were like well the char- like, for that, example but... Killmonger was like one that everybody was talking about on Twitter being very questionable in terms of his like does his ends justify his means kind mm. of that's mm. what I thought you meant by questionable you mean like yeah that's what I it was the <laughs> yeah of the film. That, but that's about
1: it so yeah I'm gonna throw it out to you guys uh, okay. words me? Yeah. yeah
0: go um mesmerizing um Needed, and um, oh, I don't have a third word. Okay. Um, uh, mesmerizing needed, and probably proud. No, actually, it's a slash between proud and sad.
1: Okay, and okay. I will go
0: into that a little bit. So, uh, mesmerizing being the fact that I just loved seeing can we just shout out is it ruth carter
1: ruth carter the costume designer costume Mm. designer
0: Mm. oh my god like because we watched it yesterday which was tuesday again i've watched it twice before that but i really paid a lot more attention to it now and it's not nitpicking but looking at stuff and kind of really checking it in and (laughs) stuff and I was just like, these costumes are banging. They're so
2: bomb. Ah, mm.
0: oh, mm-hmm. I think there was one in particular where oh, I don't care. We're gonna give it away. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna give it away. But someone in particular goes to the ancestral plane. Plane?
1: Play, ancestral place. 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 Plane, place. place.
0: Yes, yes. And his attire is just wow i said look at this suited and not suited and booted but it felt like yeah it felt like it yeah. was a suited and booted outfit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do <laughs> you yeah. know yeah. what i mean because it had so much regal so much yeah. royalty to yeah. it it mm. just ah oh, i was just like oh wow i was just like yes i even wanted to wear it like mm. i was like i could easily wear it anyone rocket really well too. Mm. um but no i think that's what i mean by what was that mesmerizing and That's also, amazing. there was another the the yeah. bit at the end, and the sand, where mm. they use the sand to sculpt, like they're telling the story in the beginning. Yeah. But then like, yeah. at the same time, at the credits, oh my god! I thought that was the sickest thing I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> my brother's like, Stephen's like, nah, it was all right. But <laughs> to me, no, he's Chinese.
2: So. <laughs> it, was really, it
0: was all right. I was, was really right. like they really like the black sand i was just like and they made it into the characters i was like no nah, this is sick and just the way it's just kind of like move it maybe i'm i'm, I'm a sucker for kind of just like well, yeah. that was just amazing to me one okay, um, was needed needed
1: it was needed I guess it, it, was, was, it was
0: needed it was finally good to see even though and this this kind of joins to the reason why i say sad and kind of sad and what else proud um it was needed because for me even as a person who is first generation british but obviously um my parents being nigerian Mm. to see africa like that even though wakanda is not a real country but i was just like yes this is what people need to see because there's so much beauty in africa Africa on a whole, I'm not even going to try and pinpoint countries. There's so much beauty mm. in the continent of Africa. And what people see of Africa is this narrative that people have seen for years on end. Mm. That, you know, where, Charity, yeah, yeah. poverty stricken. Now, not to say that doesn't, that doesn't, ha- that doesn't exist. It does. Yeah. Mm. But what country doesn't have poverty? Exactly. But it's just a constant that they've like, you know, media and the Western world has always pushed that narrative of Africa being poverty stricken and we need to send money to them because this, this and that, and this, this and that. And that's the only narrative we have. Whereas people don't realise the resources Africa has on a whole. Forget about Wakanda and the strongest metal in the world. The fact that Ghana has gold, cocoa, Nigeria, oil, um, Congo. What's the thing? That,
1: is it called? Coltan it-
0: that makes the mobile phones. Just South Africa. I don't even want, I can't remember off the top of my head, <laughs> but just so many things, so many resources we have that you just think the wealth is there. Oh, yeah. It's actually there and mm. people don't really deep it. Mm. They really don't really understand. And I love the fact that that was explored, that Wakanda was seen as, a wealth like the wealth you can see it's kind of like um a mirror of what africa really is mm. if that makes sense because mm. you know they really emphasize on the, f- the fact the vibrate the vibranium mm. it they're one of the richest countries and they have this resources and people want it and it's mm. just a mirror of what africa is yeah. you know we have these resources and people want it do you get what i'm saying and the reason why i felt sad but proud at the same time i felt sad because i looked at what Africa could be could be from wakanda and seeing all these you know the advancement because of the resources and we don't have that because of colonization mm. of the fact that you know a lot of our resources was robbed from us and you've got so many things that kind of take place like oh what's the word what's the what's what's the certain nigeria's favorite word <sighs>
2: What fraud? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fraud,
0: fraud, or fraud. people just pocketing, you know, kind oh, of like online. yeah, exactly, mm. pocketing, kind of like all these kind of like ex- money exchanges for themselves. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. All of that kind of stuff. So- corruption. Project, yeah. There we go. <laughs> yes. We got there in the end. Corruption. Do you get what I'm saying? But it made me sad because I was just like, this is where Africa needs to be. Mm. This is where we needed to be. This is, the- and we we will get there. Yeah we will get there but it just made me sad because i was just like i love that they're doing this but i'm sad that this is the africa that even though we have beautiful parts of africa Africa that I want us to be is that we take over the Western, hmm. the Western worlds. So yeah. Come on, let's be honest. <laughs> and that's coming from somebody that's you know sitting up in in England in the cold weather, I complaining you, and I crying. call you
1: Jules Killmonger. That's what you want to do. That's what
0: you want to do. <laughs> let's change the world. <laughs> I do <laughs> want to change the world. No, I no, I want to change Africa. Yeah. To not change it like like it's not amazing, but you know what I mean. And again, big ups to the culture. Our culture is just so amazing. Who?
1: Culture. Culture. (laughs) Big ups to culture.
0: Our culture. Africa. Right,
1: right, right. Different (laughs) different countries' culture. (laughs) Who is this
0: person? Culture. Yeah, I was thinking culture, who's that? But yeah, it waffled
2: on, like, as per usual. But yeah, that's it.
1: Rachel, to you.
2: Um, I'd say it was emphatic, um, regal, and complex. And I think emphatic because, obviously, all the images are so unapologetically black, which is just glorious to see mm. um and yeah and the narrative is like just celebrates all the melanin like I was just watching this chocolatey screen and just be like mm. <laughs> this is just nice. great <laughs> everyone's just glowing like the melanin is just popping all over the place it's fantastic um so yeah I so say emphatic for that reasons because it was just so like the image everything about it was so like just so strong and just the emphasis was just so clearly on um yeah on like understanding the essence of this imaginary african country which was fantastic mm. um regal because yeah just like the royalty that was just kind of like emanating and flowing of all of the characters was just fantastic like the like even the warriors like everybody was just kind of oozing this regal power yes. which was fantastic and i'd say and complex because i really enjoyed like the the um the writing i thought was fantastic i think sometimes with like superhero movies it can very it can quite easily be like a lot of spectacle Mm. and not masses of substance Mm. um not i'm not saying that's all superhero, i'm just saying sometimes it can be quite easy for you to you know watch a film and just enjoy like the special effects and like the narrative isn't all that strong Mm. but um but yeah i think it was complex because like you know, Killmonger's character, like he's, did his ends justify his means? Like, you know, like Mm. the the idea of the complexity of having this kind of dual heritage, you know, like being this American and, and yeah. And I think a lot of, of us kind of as first generation citizens, whether in Western countries, whether it be here, America or wherever, like having these kind of complexities about your, um, your humanity and what, what part of you you give more value to, because for him, come on more of his American side and wanting mm-hmm. to liberate all of his brothers and sisters in this Western world. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was, you know, the other side of him that is African Wakanda side, which, and Wakanda wanted to remain hidden and protect themselves. And, mm. and I think, yeah, that complexity was beautiful. And also like Wakanda wasn't this perfect place, like within the tribes, there was also like um, conflict within them. Yeah. And, yeah, I just think all of that was just really nice. It wasn't like, oh, we're just going to tell you a beautiful story about an African country. Do you know what I mean? It was, we're going to tell you a complex one where not everybody gets on. Mm. Um, and and everyone, and equally, people are also hungry for power. Um, and yeah, and then also the great thing about the women in the story was that they were strong women, but they weren't here to like eclipse the men and take over. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like that. Like, here we are. We're women. It was like, yeah, black women are here and we're powerful and we save you men and you save us. Like, we're here for Mm. each other. Do you know what I mean? We look after each other. And I think that was beautiful. Um, You know, it wasn't about women stripping men of their power. So uh, that's where the complexity was. I just thought it was really nice how that was all layered in there somehow, Mm. as well as the fantastic special effects and the gadgets. And the. Mm. I was like, yeah, so it's cool. It's cool.
1: Dope. Any standout characters for you? If you had to name one?
2: Um Letitia for me, Letitia Wright was Letitia just Roy. awesome. She was, I was just watching it every time she came on the screen, I was just like, oh my god, you're yeah. just like, she was just, I don't know. She had all these like someone's saying the writing was great. She had all these like funny like one-liners that she just like slip in, boom, pow, and everyone was like laughing yeah. in the cinema. <laughs> and like, um, and then she just she was just on it, and then there was the like, you know, the power between of her relationship between her and her brother, um, and like how she was always there to look out for him, like. Yeah, she was just like, uh, I mean, everybody was, but I think for her, it was just like boom star. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. pow she yeah, she's cool.
0: I hope she gets her own spin off <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome. Yeah, that, that would be, awesome. be really, really cool. Yeah. Um, my standout performance was probably, um, is it Dana Garuk? Denai Guerrero. Denai Guerrero. D-
1: Denai what? Denai Guerrero.
0: Denai Guerrero. Um, she plays the Uki. Oh, okoye okoye same with my chest <laughs> okoye i thought to myself wow mm. i was just like she's just everything she was just doing and the the fight scene in the kind of like in south korea the casino, the casino where dash the wig. And she dashed the wig <laughs> it's not even the wig it's just the dancing the dancing the fight scenes and it's from watching that um when Ryan Kluger breaks down how they shot the scene, Mm. that specific scene Mm. and just seeing how kind of just like the way he says, like, you know, she's fighting um, in a traditional way, but then at the same time, her fighting has, uh, the way she's fighting has flow and it's like a dance kind of like element to it. And I was just like, yes, yes, this is, yes. And I just thought she was just amazing. And you thought that, the particular scene she was doing the most, mm. but I thought she was wicked. Right, which one yeah. was that?
1: The exchange between her and Nakia when um, Nakia wanted her to leave. It Sorry. was kind of like, she was like, come, on, let's go. She was like,
2: no, I must stay because it was a bit. Well, and she was like, I'm not a spy. I can't. Just... Yeah, yeah. 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 It was
1: a bit strong for me. And I her loyalties to the throne. Yeah. Which I, I, I got thought it. Was a... I got it, but it was just like.
2: I think that's because we just don't know that world now. Like, yeah, f- like, fifth, like fifty years ago, there's this idea of like, yeah, like we even say it now, and God save the Queen. There is a loyalty, do you know what I mean, mm. to the monarchy? And I just think we, our generation, just don't, don't have that. Yeah, like, like when there was a war before, they'd be like, yeah, you're eighteen, go and fight for your country. Do you know what mm. I mean? But we just don't have that allegiance mm. in the same yeah. way. That's so. true. I guess. I guess <laughs> the
1: the motion, I guess it was just for her. It was just like she was like. I have to stay because I am loyal to the throne. But
0: yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess
1: so, (laughs) I guess so. So so. her,
0: Suri, Letitia, right? And Winston Duke as M'Baku. Yes. I thought he was hilarious. No, he was jokes. He was His vegetarian bar was just jokes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That
2: was so funny.
0: (laughs) Or the bit is, are you done? Just Out of nowhere, it's like, oh, so you were sitting there all that (laughs) time? It's just such a... It would not, nah, it was really, no, nah, he was really, really funny. And mm. to kind of see, well, I don't want to give it away, but yeah, those are my free I couldn't just make B I
2: feel like you have to watch it by now. Like, I just it, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> sense. It's been out for a week and a day. There's
1: probably like, like, probably like 50 people left I in think... the world that haven't seen
2: it. <laughs> I would I was left like, left probably anymore. the only ticket in my life that I've pre booked for. Wow. Like I booked yeah, me it like, uh, like two weeks ahead Like I think yes. In my whole life That's the only film I did exactly So I was like I just thing. can't afford To get there And it'd be sold out
0: yeah. <laughs> And it's funny Because um, our local cinema Which is in Romford I've never seen a queue And when you go And collect your ticket There's not really a queue Yeah The queue is travelling All the way back Yeah yeah And
2: I was just like everybody's out. No, I was so this. prepared for it, that. I went like I an hour like, ahead to pick up my ticket. Cause I was <laughs> like, I'm just not going to be in this queue. I'm not <laughs> about this queue life. life. I can't even. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was just amazing to see the cinema so packed out to go and see a film mm. that You know, everyone's been anticipating and everyone's been talking about, and and then it was sick as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and they smashed it
2: even like beyond my expectations. It was just awesome. Yeah, good, really good.
0: Anyway, before we quickly wrap up, Uh song of the week, song of the week, or soundwave track of the week.
1: I'm gonna start off. I've got um a Norwegian neo soul pop band called. I'm gonna hope I say it's right, but Fear, and their song is called Twenty Five. That's F I. E H um and it's yeah that's that's the song that I want to recommend what's it called 25
0: Next? Um My song of the week is an oldie, but I've been banging it out this week. And is, is it I, I'm, I'm Judea?
1: Jadena. Gen, Gen, Jadena.
0: Boomerang. Mm,
2: no, 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 no. Don't
0: near me. Don't near me. Don't near me.
1: Thought of leaving I want a kid I want the world I want the all I want to live She got a grievous,
2: She want the kid She want the kid She want the girl She want to grieve. I got a bit I might be
0: about Now I'm just been I don't know why I've just been back Maybe Do you know what it is yet? Yeah? When I like a video of a song
2: Let's see, go back
0: <laughs> I, I literally get mm. hooked mm. And there's something about the video Because I just love videos That involve dancing mm. And it's just seen these The the men The man and the woman Just dancing together And I was just like Yeah I love this song mm. i literally went on itunes and downloaded it and i haven't stopped listening to it so yeah that's my song of the week in awesome. you rachel what's my song of the
1: week so it's going kind to of put you on the spot
0: yeah
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> what am i listening to what i think always a- to get me in the mood i'm always listening to like afro beats but actually i'm like still in love with bruno mar's album um and the song on it that i love is perm and it's just like i don't know it's just like got this real kind of just like gets you in the mood vibe and um yeah i just that's my tune of the week i think
1: now look at you walking in here looking all pretty and angry and mean and good
0: (laughs) i know you didn't get your head down so you can just sit down and just sit still hey we try trying to have a good time tonight let's go baby let's go baby it's my birthday Uh no it's not
2: He's a, He's a boss. Cool,
0: awesome, cool. cool stuff,
1: great stuff. So that is it's a wrap.
0: It's a wrap. I've gone like we're in a film studio, but thank you so much, Rachel. For coming. Thank you for having me, guys. It's been awesome. Artistic state of mind. Where can they find you? Yeah, on these social. Media I'm world.
2: on social media. I'm on Instagram and Twitter as Rachel underscore Ofori and r-a-c-h-e-a-l underscore O F O R I um yeah and then if you want to come and check out so many reasons just google oval house so many reasons it's the 6th to the 10th of march so that's the week after next um hopefully see you there yeah Stephen. where can they find us um they
1: can find us at our twitter is artistic s-o-m um and you can kind of pre our instagram a bit because we put some stuff that we've gone to see or we're going to see on there as well which is artistic s-o-m pod and our facebook as well which is artistic state of mind
0: yep yeah. Um, personal Twitter. Not about. It, not about that line. Not about that line. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's
1: pointless. Incognito? I haven't got a lot of followers. It's pointless. It's, I'm not bossing.
2: What's the whole point. <laughs> no,
1: no. I'm happy no, with the guys did. I've got now. Follow me. The 10 people I've got. No jokes. It's not 10. But like. It's <laughs> less than that. No, no. It's, it's, um, <laughs> but yeah, like. I'm, I'm easy, it's man. It's the quality,
2: You're, though. It's the quality of the engagement. Uh, You're getting uh, all 10 likes. That's yes, what matters. That's
0: all that matters. <laughs> that's all that
1: matters. But yeah, you can follow us. You can follow us on um, Artistic of Mind and you'll probably see my ad on there. So okay. yeah. It's been fun, guys. What about yours? What about yours? oh you want to put yours up there we're doing
0: that okay um (laughs) mine my you can find me on twitter at jules with a z montana Mm. 88 i always forget what my at is um but yeah jules montana 88 on twitter i try to tweet from time to time um Again, like I said, it's mainly my complaint of public transport, but that's you know (laughs) what's it's what keeps me, you know, raging every day. But yeah, make sure you follow us and Rachel as well. Again, it's been fun. I've been Jules. I've
1: been Steven.
2: Oh, I've been Rachel. Mm -mm,
0: Peace. (laughs) (laughs) Bye
2: guys.